podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Quick Snap Podcast. As usual on Thursdays now, it's just me and Scott doing all the hard work, giving some analysis before games even happen, trying to predict what happens. Ari just comes in on a Thursday, on sorry, on a Tuesday and cleans up. Yeah, he likes to think he's got all these brilliant, you know, brilliant suggestions done here and brilliant ideas, but he just comes in after games have played. Like I could, anyone can do that. It's anyone can do that. Easy work, easy work, isn't it? It is. And the best thing about Thursday, as we say every week, is that we can spend this little bit of time at the start of the episode to pile on some shit about Ari. So yeah. it's, it's a mean, win-win, really. It is. You think we get bored after a few weeks, but it's actually quite fun. Hmm. And it's surprisingly easy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just keep it's not too bad, is it? Uh, it's not sorry. too bad. All right, <laughs> we will get straight into it. We are, what, week 14 now. It seems ridiculous that there's only, what, four regular season games left. It's not fair. It's going too quickly. Um, but we might as well go straight into it. Into it. Um, let's start with your blind date. You've got quarterbacks for us this week, haven't you? Yeah, going back to quarterbacks. You know, I mean, you guys, you guys took the piss when I went for defensive players. So I, I liked it. <laughs> you know, you you liked it. It was a treat for you. But the quarterbacks, as Ari did point out, they are a bit more fun. They're a bit more to choose. So it's the sexy pick, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the uh, it's the NFL, you know, strip or you know standard pick. So. Yeah, I've gone back to quarterbacks. Well, let's jump in. First round, I've uh, I've cut one out this week. Got two two rounds, uh, and we're going to single season. So this is the best single season of these guys' career, or mm-hmm. at least that's what I think. And player one had three thousand nine hundred thirty-seven passing yards, with twenty-eight TDs versus six picks. Uh, player two. At 4,165 passing yards, uh, 26 touchdowns against nine picks, and player three, 4,298 passing yards with 30 touchdowns and 10 picks. So you've got player three with the most touchdowns, most interceptions, most yards, player one, least interceptions, and then player two sort of in the middle, kind of in middle ground, really, most of them. Ari, just so you know, Ari went for player one on this, which I was surprised about. I thought he'd go for the yards and touchdowns, but I, I thought he'd go yards and touchdowns. I thought he'd go player three. Yeah, but he's got I'm, player I'm, one. I'm going to take player three. You're going to take player three. I, mean, I, yeah. I would probably take player one as well. Um, and having known who they are, I kind of, uh, I'm quite, I'm, I'm really happy. Ari picked player one. I'm going to love telling him who it is. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be great. But uh, yeah. Do you want to go on? You're the guy that knows all these. Do you want to have a go? Um, yeah. Are they fairly recent? I mean, they're all, yeah, they're all players in the league now. They're actually they're all three having pretty good seasons this year as well, really. Uh, right. And yeah. So is player one was that Baker's rookie year? No, yeah, he had a few more interceptions. I don't think he was far more off the touchdowns, but he had a few more interceptions. That no, uh, the uh, none of these are rookie years. They're all. Uh, Player two is probably the youngest. Um, player three is getting, he's been probably around eight, nine years. Player one, probably six, I'd say. Right, okay. So they're, they're all in that sort of range. Four, three, to, three to seven sort of years in league. 
So you can't even think, all I can think of with quarterbacks is the ones over like 35 and the ones <laughs> under 25. <laughs> these are the like, ones like, like these ones right in the prime. In yeah, right these are right in the prime. prime. Player two is a bit, still, still a bit young, but you know, he's, he's class. You, you, love, you love player two, and so do I. I love player two. Yeah. Ari doesn't. Is it Carson Wentz? No. Who does Ari really not like and we just can't get it? Oh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, yeah. Ah. Player two is Deshaun Watson. And I was surprised he only had 26 touchdowns as his best season. I thought yeah. he might have had more than that. I thought a bit more. Mind you, he always gets quite a few rushing ones. Doesn't he? he does, and he, I think he got injured. Uh, he's been injured a little bit, hasn't he? With his, his rookie season, he was going to smash that yeah. probably. And he, he got he tore his ACL, so maybe that's, that, that's why. Yeah, two is Watson. Uh, player three, uh, do you want to guess? He's None of us are big fans, but he's actually very good. going to be Jared Goff? No, no. No, Jared Goff. Player three is very good statistically, but... Kirk Cousins. The there you go, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. All you have to say was very good statistically, but... <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that sums up Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, that's player three. So you pick Cousins. Neither of us pick Watson. Player one, I, I'm really going to love this. I mean... Is it going to be Derek Carr? It's Derek Carr, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ari, picked, Ari picked Derek Ari Carr. Ari picked Derek was, Carr. I was so happy when he said that. Oh, oh. it's brilliant. I, to be fair, though, I mean, he didn't get the... Uh, he's never had the most passing yards, really. I think he's only been above 4,000 twice, maybe. Uh, and even it's just. So for, for this sort of era of quarterback, he doesn't pass for that many yards. But he's, he's very safe. He, he yeah, barely gets picked. He is safe, isn't he? I think that's, uh, that's probably the one big knock on him that he is a bit too conservative. I tell you what, this year he's throwing, throwing some bombs this year. This year he's throwing it? some bombs this year. Got to, uh, got to say, I'm, I'm pleased this year. But there you go. That's that's, that's round one anyway. Uh, surprised not to pick Watson, but to be fair, he's probably he's got the least touchdowns. So. Yeah, I would have between the two. I would have gone either two or three. Uh, I took three just because of those extra yards and the touchdowns. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. Well, next round is a couple of MVP seasons from two players. Uh, Sergeant Ryan, player one, 4,643 passing yards. Uh, he had 45 touchdowns with only six interceptions and a 68.3% uh, completion percentage. That's not, that's not bad. Yeah, and he had a touchdown every 11 passes. That's attempts, not completions. Every 11 attempts. <laughs> so Jesus. that's pretty good. Uh, player two, uh, 5,097 yards, so quite a few more yards. 50 touchdowns uh, and 12 interceptions. So he had double interceptions, even though he had more touchdowns and passing yards. 66% completion and a touchdown every 11.6 passes. So slightly less. Yeah, he, threw, he had to throw a lot more passes to get those touchdowns, uh, but got more yards. More interceptions, kind of a kind of a mix with these guys. Yeah, pretty close. I would go with player two. I'm sure that Ari, Ari's going to uh, play two uh, as well. Ari, Ari's also gone player two. Yeah, he's gone for the touchdowns. I think I think I'd probably go player two as well. Just the fifty touchdowns, kind of. It just looks cool. It looks nice, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks nice. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's like a it's a great number again. And five thousand yards as well. To be fair, is is pretty uh, pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, not bad seasons for me, either, really. Do you know who they are? I mean, the both obviously the both still playing. Obviously, we stats like that. It's pretty obviously still playing. I, I think uh, I think player one because the interceptions are so low. Um, 
I'm going to go with Rodgers because he doesn't like to give the ball away. He just throws it away instead. Yeah, spot on. Aaron Rodgers, player one. Nice. And then the 50 TDs. There's only, what, three people who've done well, that? There's only three guys that have done that. So, I mean, it's, yeah, like so that the, the it's either Manning, Brady or <laughs> Mahomes, isn't it? So, it's, that's either going to be Mahomes a couple of years ago or Brady when he had Randy Moss. But would Brady throw 12 picks? Well, I mean, he's, how many has he got this year? He must, have, he must be up there this year with 12 Yeah, that, that's not, this, this is 13 years later, though, isn't it? <laughs> I know, I just wanted to, you know, remind you that Tampa are throwing some picks there. Oh, I'm used to it, aren't I? Yeah. Um, it, well, I'm going to say it's Mahomes. You're right, it's Mahomes. You, get, you, you are good at this game. I've got to give you that. You know. <laughs> I you know, one, <laughs> one week. Can, can, you do, can you do one one week? And I want to guess these. I want to see how good I am at yeah, yeah. I never get I never get a chance to guess it. So, so sad. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. We all, we all pick Mahomes. Uh, and I think it's that 50 touchdowns. Just looks, it, like you say, it just looks nice. You know, down on paper. But Rogers, to be fair, six interceptions over that many passes and yards and touchdowns is, is impressive to be And that's the saying, isn't it? Was that the, I'm guessing that was a Super Bowl year. Uh, it was a season after. Actually. Season after, but yeah. Yeah, which actually comes on to what I'm, I wanted to talk about after this. Why I picked these guys, because I kind of wanted to talk about Mahomes and Rodgers this year and weirdly how similar the, the careers could be. Because yeah. I was looking at, and obviously they're the two front runners for MVP this year. Right? You know, Wilson's kind of dropped off a bit and it's, it's kind of one of these guys really. Yeah. Well then, yeah, like you say, I, I kind of thought he must have won the MVP in his, in his Super Bowl season, but he actually won it the season after Rodgers. Um, so this going to give you some some sort of career career stats and uh, highlights for these two, and to show you how similar it's looking. Yeah. Even though Mahomes is pretty young, so Rodgers and the Packers won the Super Bowl in his third season as a starter. Mahomes and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in Mahomes' second season as a starter. Mahomes won the MVP the next season. The Packers went 15 and 1. The Chiefs are 11 and 1 at the moment and look like they're going to go 15 and 1. And Mahomes is the front runner for MVP. Rodgers hasn't won in the Super Bowl since. That's the mad thing, isn't it, with Rodgers? Like, but, I, you can't believe that they've only won one Super Bowl. But even when you go back to Brett Favre, um, didn't Brett yeah, Favre only win one? I think he. Yeah, I think he did actually. Because yeah, I think they did. were in three, but they lost a couple of them. Yeah, I think Elway beat him a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah. Elway and Broncos beat him back. So, back yeah. to have, to have what, what will probably be by the time Rogers leaves, forty years of, I know. Uh, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers to only win potentially two Super Bowls from that. Maybe Rodgers can get another one before, before he retires. But that's yeah. just insane when you think that in the same amount of time. Like since two thousand, Tampa and Green Bay have won the same amount of Super Bowls. Yeah, that's which is just when you say that, that's crazy. Yeah, that is it's crazy like too. yes, I, and I think as a fan, that's almost worse because at least for Tampa, I I had all those years when there was just no hope, and I knew there was no hope, <laughs> so there was there was no expectations. But yeah. if you're a a, team, a fan of a a contender, someone who has Aaron Rodgers. Or Brett Favre, your expectation is that every single year you will have a chance. I know it's it's bad. Isn't it? Well, that's that's the thing I was grasping. So obviously, with Rogers, not he's, he's won a few, couple of MVP seasons. Uh, I think he's had two MVPs since they won the Super Bowl. But with Mahomes' contract kicking in next year, I mean that's a that's a huge contract. And obviously, we know how, how I feel about paying quarterbacks loads. But yeah. with that kicking in next year, how many more Super Bowls do you think Mahomes wins? 
And if they don't win this year, when will the next win one? Because I think the big difference is Andy Reid versus Mike McCarthy. That is true. Yeah. And the other weapons that um, Green Bay has, I, sorry, that Mahomes has. So I, I think, like, I think defense is going to become less and less important in reality. Well, I mean, it will be important because you're going to have to stop the pass, but yeah. everyone's just going to try and outscore each other. I think so. Teams where you've got Kansas, where they just load up on offense, and they have three great weapons and a genius calling plays, or a genius designing plays, and another sub genius calling them. <laughs> like yeah. you have a massive advantage there. Yeah, I think Andy Reid. But Andy Reid is the main thing to me because I guess kind of what I was thinking with this is, yeah, look at that Chiefs offense, and there's no holes, and it's it is just unbelievable. But when Mahomes gets, was it forty million he's getting next year, or it's an average of forty million? Where, where mm. is he? Getting? Well, Tyree Kills no one paying. Travis Kelsey. I mean, I don't, he's getting on a bit now, but presumably still wants a payday. The O line's gonna. I mean, they've got Le'Veon Bell sat there. He must be earning some. There's just a lot of players that they yeah. have to pay. And I mean, I can't imagine Bell stays. I think no, probably not. I think the the bigger problem, rather than say like Tyreek Hill leaving would be if the offensive line does kind of just completely fall apart. That's what I, I mean, think. It's such an important thing. Like, I think Andy Reid will be able to scheme people open yeah. um, and it will be an ageing Travis Kelsey, an ageing offensive line, I think, which does any damage because um, yeah. I think Mahomes can come up with so much magic to just, I don't know, to just elevate everyone else. Um, and there's not many of the people that can do that. I think Rogers, Rogers is can do man, that, but... Yeah, but I mean, I think he doesn't have as reliable people around him. So you have MVS who just drops a ball every game. You have Devontae Adams who is always there and will probably be buried next to Aaron Rodgers. But outside of outside <laughs> yeah. of that, what what is there really? Like Alan Lazard looked good for a couple of weeks and got injured. Um, yes, they've got a good running game. Um, but in terms of like an overall team to help win the Super Bowl... I could easily see that Chiefs defense turning up one week and having an absolute stormer. Because even in the playoffs last year, they got better as it went on, and they played a pretty good game in the Super Bowl. Whereas yeah. I don't think that the Packers defense has as big a ceiling as the Chiefs one at the moment. And um, I, I think it's hard to see anyone other than the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, yes, their defense isn't great, but I still think that if they were to turn it on for one game, I think they could beat anyone and they could shut someone down yeah well uh, fun bit about that uh, Rogers, uh, Rogers and Packers team that went 15-1 and one. they lost to the Giants when Manning went on his second Super Bowl run. That, that's who beat them in the Super Bowl uh, in the uh, sorry in, in the, the play, in championship game in yeah that was one where Tom Coughlin was like basically a tomato his... wasn't he <laughs> yeah right I just hanging off his nose well, there you go it can, it, that that was a fluky it, game, wasn't it? I think. And uh, that's what I'm saying. That could happen at Chiefs. Yeah. You know, you could get some, you know, Titans get get hot with Derrick Henry and they run into him or something like yeah. that. You know, it could happen. We could have seen anyways, Brady. We could have seen Brady versus Rogers in the Super Bowl. That'd been well better than Manning. M- yeah, it, MVP Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Giants Patriots Super Bowls were both fun, so can't completely complain. But. Still will. We missed out. Yeah, we did. We did. All right, then we'll move on to our games. And we've bookended the six games this week with the two, with the most important games for each of our teams. 
I think, for the last like ten years. Oh, so definitely. we'll save the best game to the end, which is your team. So we'll start off with the books. So we've got the Vikings at the books for this first one here, and I won't lie, I am slightly nervous as to how this game could go because if we can't pressure Jared uh, Jared Goff, if we can't pressure Kirk Cousins. He will yeah. do what Jared Goff did against Tampa. And that does worry me because we might be able to shut down Dalvin Cook, but the way that Todd Balls comes up with certain schemes, there's no way that we can stop Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. So the only thing that does make me confident is that the Vikings defense is nowhere near as good as that Rams one. That, that Rams defense is probably top five. Yeah, yeah. Vikings are nowhere like that. So that's the only thing which I think gives me a bit of confidence. I could see this being a fairly high-scoring game. Um, or maybe, but filled with mistakes, I think. I think there'll be a couple of turnovers from each team. Um, let's say Harrison Smith gets a safety because everyone likes Harrison Smith. Plus Tom, safety, Tom, Brady, safety, Tom, yeah. Tom Brady likes to throw picks at the moment. So yeah, I'm going to go with a Bucks win, but not massively confident about it. But I'm going 26-32. 26-32. Okay, I mean, I've got a very similar scoreline. I've got 27-34 to the books. So, weird, weirdly similar, actually. Uh, and Ari, what's Ari got? So let's bring up Ari's score. Ari's gone... He's gone, gone yeah. books as well. He's gone 37-31 to books. So, we've all got pretty similar scores. Actually, quite a high score, and I think, for, for a, books, a books game, like you say. Of, I mean, yeah, you kind of said it all, really. I mean, the books are probably going to try shut down Dalvin Cook. Because that is the strength of that day, and it's a, they've yeah. got the lowest, uh, lowest allowed run uh, rushing yards per game. I think it's about about seventy. Is it? It's like ridiculously low. Yeah, it's something very and, good. And Cook actually is Cook's averaging the most rushing yards per game, and he's a running back. So it's, it's going to be a good battle. Strength on strength, it's going to be quite mm. quite good. But if I'm if I'm Vikings, I'd I'd try you know go on a play action, set up Cook a bit because you want to use him, but. I think Jefferson's going to be going to go off. I think 150 yards, two, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Because books are going to have to sell out to stop, you know, Darwin Cook. Oh, I think they will do. Whether they have to, they, they will do. Mm. But you're right. I think Tampa's coming off a bye. Tom Tom Brady, you know, I know he's not the coach, but he should be able to prepare pretty well off a bye. And that Vikings defense Hope is so. quite what it was. No, like, it's not. I think that's the only reason why the Bucks win. If if this was the Vikings defense from last year or two years ago, then I'd be picking the Vikings. I, yeah, I would too. I would. I think they're playing really well. I hate to admit it, but Cousins is actually having a really good season. Uh, at least the last yeah. month and a half, maybe it's like six, six, seven games. He's been great. I just kind of think they'll he'll bounce, you know, fall back to earth a bit, even though he'll get a lot of yards and a lot of, you know. Crap like he normally does. Yeah. I think there'll be a couple of turnovers. This game might, I mean, every game, I suppose, comes, comes down to who turns the ball over the least. But I can see each team having at least one interception. Yeah. So let's say whoever, yeah, gets, whoever gets more than one is probably going is, is to lose the game. I think Cook probably loses the fumble and that's what costs him it. I don't think it's Cook. reckon that's a big pick. Yeah. I mean, well, you saw that uh, you saw last week, and was it last week? The Panthers game two weeks ago. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Chin caused him some all sorts of problems. Yeah, Winfield or you know Devin White, something like that's flying in. It could be the same kind of thing. Devin but, White does like to fly into people. Fortunately, unfortunately, though, he just misses people a bit too often. <laughs> runs right past them. Yeah, but anyway, right, books across the board, but not particularly confident. So, just sounds like me picking any Tampa game, really. 
That that's just you, that is like the tagline for you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it picking is. Tampa but not confident. Yeah, that is me. That should be my summary for the season: picking Tampa but no confidence. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll go on to our next game now. So we've got the football team at the 49ers. I know, I've, I've been good with that recently. You, you've, you've learned really well, yeah. I have learned very well, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we've got another away game and it's a short week for the Washington team. So that could be a, bit, a little bit tricky for them. And they had a great win against the Steelers. Um, you know, they managed to shut down that offence. Obviously, the Steelers have got no running game. The, yeah. the 49ers very much have a run game. But I do trust the Washington defensive line. It's playing, they're playing really well. Those two D tackles in the middle... Um, playing outstanding. Montez Sweat's having a great year as well. Chase Young is kind of turning up. He's getting the pressures, but he's not really Amazing. turning that into sacks at the moment. Um, but that that still could come. And as much as I trust Shanahan, I just don't trust Mullins. <laughs> no, I mean, weirdly, this is kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Washington, they, they copied the 49ers, didn't they really? They've got that first round D-line. They yeah. just stacked up on D-line. Yeah. Very good got point. Chase Young, like they got, but like Fortnite's got Bursa. It's almost a carbon copy of the teams, really. But I just, I want to see Alex Reve- Alex Smith revenge game. I want to see him yeah. back in back in San Francisco. And yeah. He just goes and smashes it and gets the win. I I'm picking Washington twenty four seventeen. Like you said, I, I just don't trust that Fortnite can get enough points against a, a very good defense. Yeah. Uh, and I know the 49ers have got a good run game and Shanahan is a great coach. But they've got... There's no Kittle, so they've basically no weapons. I mean, Ayuk looks pretty good. Well, I mean, Ayuk looks good. Samuel I think it will be Debo, yeah, like in the, in the game the other week against, yeah. the other day against the Bills. They hardly threw the ball towards Debo. And then as soon as they did in the fourth quarter, he was making plays. He, um, he's, good. he's a good player. It's just, like you say, Mullins isn't going to get in the ball. Garoppolo wasn't anywhere, I guess. So it's kind of... Both quarterbacks have been pretty shit this year for Fortnite's, but yeah, yeah, they're just too unreliable, too up and down. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's why I'm going to go Washington. I think Smith, Smith is actually as a Washington Washington starter at quarterback. Is he something like eleven and three or something stupid? Something like that because they were playing really well before he got injured. They, they were. Um, I'm pretty sure they were like eight and yeah, eight and three, eight and four. I think. Yeah, yeah, and he's has he lost since he's come back? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, because they. Yeah, I mean, the, the very first game he came into, they lost against the Rams. I know he wasn't a starter then. Oh, he wasn't a starter, that's why, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but, but still, he's got a great record. And, yeah, I think he'll want to go back and, and prove something to San Fran, even though it's yeah. a completely different coaching staff and all that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I completely every, forgotten everyone. about that. It feels like so long ago that he was in San Francisco. Well, he's been, he's been in Kansas City for like four years exactly, since. Exactly, exactly, yeah. And the worst thing is, this game isn't even in San Francisco, so it won't even feel like a it's like, proper revenge it's Arizona, game. It's Arizona, isn't it, yeah. It's in Arizona. <laughs> Uh, but um, you know, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a surprisingly fun game to watch, despite the fact I think it will be low scoring. But I do love a good defensive um, matchup. Um, I think a big thing for this game as well is going to be Antonio Gibson, who's had a fantastic rookie season so far. Got injured in the game the other day, and I think it'll be a big difference if he can come back and play because he's looked yeah. absolutely great in that backfield. Um, even if he's missing, I still think that they can win. Um, I do think that their that their defense is just going to be a bit too much for for the Forty ers So I, I'm going nineteen sixteen to the football team. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Ari disagrees with us, which is always a good good sign. Yeah. Uh, so he's gone Forty ers 
28-27, close game to be fair, but I just can't see 49ers getting four touchdowns. No, I can't see If, it, if I'm no. honest, I, I don't know where, where they're going to get four touchdowns from. I might be wrong, but... If they I get four think... touchdowns, one of them is going to be defensive, potentially yeah. one special teams. Yeah, Gibson's a good shout to be fair because uh, like he's probably a good good shout for rookie of the year this year. He's been playing really, really well, um, especially with Burrows out now. And if Herbert don't win, he's probably a dark horse for it. Um, if only Justin I, Jefferson didn't exist. I know. I I love Jefferson. I think he's. I would pick Jefferson, but I think the quarterbacks obviously get uh, they get too much love, don't they? They so do. Probably Herbert. But to be fair, even if Gibson's out, I, uh, McKissick's been playing really well for for Washington. Like, yeah. Good game, not, didn't not so he much, on Monday? Yeah, not so much running it, but. Like Alex Smith seems to love him, like dumping dumping it off to in uh, passing game. So he, he, he does probably, love a check down, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's Mister Safe and he's Alex Smith. Like I know, I, I love him for everything he's gone through and come back, but he's yeah. uh, he's not the most dynamic quarterback that's ever been in the world. So yeah, he's uh, McKissick's probably down for a good game or Gibson, uh, depending on who's, who's there. But but yeah, I think uh, I think like you said, probably pretty defensive, maybe a defensive touchdown from either one of the teams. Um, but still a good game, I think. Yeah, agreed. Good game. Nice close game. Yeah. Right then. Our next game, we are with another NFC East and NFC West matchup here. So it's the Cardinals and the Giants. And these teams are in completely opposite form. So you've got the yeah. Cardinals who have lost three straight and are struggling on offense. And then the Giants who have won four straight games. And then you've got Daniel Jones who should be coming back. And I think this game purely just turns... Um, will come down to how well Daniel Jones plays. Like, if he can keep hold of the ball, not give it away, then I think they can win, potentially even fairly comfortably, by, by like, a touchdown. But if he struggles coming back from his injury, um, then they might have a little bit of problems. I'm sorry, they might have a bit um, a few problems. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think this could be a fairly close game if um, Daniel Jones struggles a little bit. I mean, yeah, I guess the one from Daniel Jones, because it, it was a was it hamstring injury he had. I mean, he's, he's not going to be able to use those legs as much. That, he's not going to be able to sprint 80 yards and fall over. <laughs> well, it might, yeah, eight yards and fall over. But yeah, it's yeah, that's probably one of the biggest parts of his game. So if if he's still not 100, percent that could affect him. But I guess I, I kind of hope with Daniel Jones is he's watched these last few weeks back. I mean, I, I know he missed last week, but he's, he's watched the last few games back and seen how good the Giants can be if he just doesn't fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all he's got to do is they're actually a very good team. I mean, who the fuck is Joe Judge? He's a good coach. Like, yeah, he's a good coach. He's, actually very, he he's a very good coach. And that defense is playing lights out. Like They're playing so well. Uh, and they've cut turnovers down on offense. So if that's, that's the big thing, isn't it? Like, that's all and, and it's, I think the great thing is both of those things have happened at the same time. So yeah. it's not like it's becoming a complete team where the defence is getting better and the offence is getting better because they're not giving the ball away. Whereas quite often, I think, with teams, you'll see it where if both units struggle, one of them might struggle for the entire season and the other one will start to improve. Whereas the great thing with them is they've, they've actually both seen improvement, which I think is a is a testament to, to Joe Judge. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess if you're, uh, if you're one, of, one of the playoff teams coming in, one of the wildcard teams, I don't think you want to... You don't want to face Giants. I think I think Tampa would lose. They'd lose. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. They get pressure up front, which is what Tom Brady hates, and yeah. they've got a very good uh, overall defense. Which, yeah, I think because the thing about this week, this matchup against Cardinals, I mean, Kyler, people are saying he's potentially playing with an injury, so maybe that's why he's not had as good a few weeks as he uh, started the season. Whether he has or not, I mean, I don't know. But 
that's even with even without that, I don't think Nuke's been playing that well recently. I'm fairly I don't quiet. Know if yeah, um, I don't know if teams have shut him down or if he's just Kyler's not looking towards him. But I think I saw his uh, his his route tree. I hate saying it. It's an American way, but I've got to win it. Yeah. His route, his route tree, and I don't think he's run a he's run more than ten yards down the field, and a pass has been targeted on over the last like three weeks. Oh really? And like, he's got another good match this week. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, this week yeah. is against Bradbury, and he was like a kind of a, a bit of a big free agent. Dave Gettleman brought him over. You draft him in. He drafted him in Carolina as well, so we knew a lot about him. But I yeah. remember Bradbury because he always used to play Mike Evans really quite well, and Mike Evans has typically struggled against the teams within the NFC South. So he went up against Lattimore for the Saints. He'd go up against Trufant for the Falcons when he was good, and then Bradbury for the Panthers. And he typically struggles against them, and that's a problem. When I mean, it's a testament because in six games a year. He'd struggle, but he'd still manage to get a thousand yards. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So he's obviously doing something right, <laughs> but it could. Um, I think Bradbury against Hopkins could be could be something fun to watch. Yeah, definitely, because Bradbury's quite a, he's quite a big sort of well. He's not, obviously no corners are big, but he's fairly physical corner. He does play man to man really well, and that's yeah. probably what you want to do against Hopkins. Like if you've got somebody, I mean, obviously Ramsey's sort of the guy in it who can who always played against Hopkins and did that style. If you've got somebody like Ramsey, I mean, that's the same sort of style. You probably can match up pretty well. And that defensive front, they're, they're really big. I mean, that Dexter Lawrence is just... Huge. Him and Leonard Williams are playing really well. Who would have yeah. thought Leonard Williams would be playing like this? Oh, I, saw, I heard a stat for Leonard Williams the other day that in his, uh, since he's been traded to the, to the Giants uh, from the Jets, which is what, maybe, a, I don't know how many games it is, but 13, 14 games, whatever it is, he's got more sacks in the, that season worth of games for the Giants than it ever had for the Jets. Wow. Like, that's coaching for you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you go from Adam Gase and all that to, well, George, which apparently is a good coach, so there you go. Yeah, I've, and I think the, I the, mean, the defensive coach, the coordinator there for the Giants, I keep forgetting his name, is it like Patrick Graham or something like that? He's got two I first names, I remember Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know his name. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think really he's, he's, he's got two first names, but he's obviously yeah. doing a very good job. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'll, I'll go. I go Giants twenty-one eighteen. I think low scoring again, um, tight game, and Ari as well has also gone. He's also gone Giants, and he? he's gone twenty-eight twenty-seven. He seems to like that scoreline this week. He likes twenty-eight twenty-seven. He's gone that. You, yeah, that's <laughs> two games in a row. He's gone that. <laughs> I thought I read, I thought I read that wrong. Then he actually has gone yeah. the same score twice. I've but, got a very similar score to you. So I had I originally had twenty-one nineteen, but thought. No, I'll take it up a little bit. So I've got twenty-three nineteen to the Giants. So Fair enough. another close game, another defensive matchup. I mean, this could be one of those weird ones where I can actually see it where it just goes to be a massive shootout. <laughs> just you, we only get them top defenses coming up against each other. I and mean, Cardinals not a top defense, but uh, Giants haven't got exactly got a massive offense. Uh, but they just somehow go for thirty points each, and it's a shootout. But I hope not. I think it'll be a good defensive battle to fair. Yeah, I think we'd use some more defensive games this year. Too many shootouts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, we'll go on to our next one now then. So we've got the Texans and the Bears as the next one. And um, I just want to know if Deshaun Watson will be able to keep up this amazing season that he's having. He's basically played as the third or fourth best quarterback in the league. You've had Russell Wilson drop off. Yeah, he is. He's a top five quarterback. Um, obviously, you've had a few, few, few people drop off. Kyler had a great start, dropped off. 
Um, and Russell's started to drop off a little bit now as well. Yeah. Um, so I think Deshaun Watson's still got every chance to keep this going. Um, the only thing is, what Bears defense is going to turn up? Is it going to be the one that's had the ball thrown all over the yard against them last week by Stafford, who was another great quarterback, or is it going to be the you know like the top three defensive unit that we've seen for the majority of the season? I mean, it is a weird one because until that happens again, I'm going to say there's still the still a top defense because Stafford is like I say is pretty special, and I, I love Stafford as one of my sort of top five QBs. But uh, yeah, I mean, 400 yards was a bit of a. It was weird. I can't believe that much. Even with Stafford, he didn't have Galladay, didn't have like I say, a few of his top players, and he still absolutely smashed the Bears. But I know, mad. I, it is mad. I, the the thing with Deshaun Watson is, who's he going to throw it to? Like, I just there's nobody Chad really Han- left. Chad Hansen, isn't it? Kiki Kuti, whatever yeah, his name is. Cutie, yeah, Cutie, Brandon but... Cooks is going to get probably double covered, but. Well, they're going to take away Cooks out there, and even though he's not, he's not exactly a number one receiver in his own right, but he's the Texans' number one. So yeah. the Bears can take him away pretty easily. I mean, that O line is better than it used to be. Larry Matunzel's actually a really good left tackle, and I can't remember who right tackle is now. Is it Austin Howard? Is he playing there? But um, they've they've got a decent O line now, and the Bears' pass rush maybe they can slow him down a little bit, but Cleo Max. Class, so are Keem Hicks. Yeah, I don't think he'll get enough time, Watson. Having said that, I'm still picking the Texans because I just don't. Trubisky's uh, well, I don't know. This might be a good game for Trubisky because he can run a lot. You know, he can run, and the Texans' defense is terrible. Like we might, yeah, even see David, we might even see David Montgomery look quite good. He actually had yeah. a good run last week. I don't know if you saw it. But he actually see, yeah. made a move and made people oh. miss, and I could not believe it. I had to rewind it. And just make sure that it was actually happening and like I wasn't playing Madden or something like that. <laughs> you think Tariq Cohen would back somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I he could he probably will look pretty good this week against that Texans defense. I mean, they are they are shit. They've got such a bad run defense. They but, do. But I think in this you, you've got to take the better goals back, haven't you? When you when you've that, got someone like it. Deshaun Watson and someone like Trubisky, the battle of the quarterbacks from not the 2017-2018 draft. Um, uh, they're never going to that down a bit, Bears. Never going to that Mahomes down. Watson, you pick through yeah. <laughs> But Yeah, I'll go 28-27, so I think it'll be close. Like, I, I just can't see Texans running away with it because I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to have enough help to run away with it. Um, but I think he'll somehow pull out a win. Maybe a late comeback. Bears collapsing it fourth quarter again. I could quite easily see that it's been 27-14 with like five minutes left. Yeah. And they and somehow mess it up. Uh, I can see that happening again, but yeah, I'll, I'll just. It wouldn't be surprising with a bit of the track record that they've got. <laughs> no, not really. And yeah, I think uh, Ari's also gone Texans. He's gone twenty-eight, twenty-one. I thought I was going to say twenty-seven again. I thought I was going to say the same scoreline three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone twenty-eight, twenty-seven, um, twenty-eight, twenty-one. Uh, so he's got Texans scoring four touchdowns like me, um, but yeah. theirs was slightly less. Did you what, what's your what's your score? I'm going 26-24. So I just think they'll be forced to kick a few field goals. I can yeah. see them being able to move the ball fairly comfortably um, until they get to the red zone, and I think that's where they could struggle. And yeah, the, yeah, the Texans that is. So I think they'll be forced to kick kick a few field goals. Um, but yeah, I still think they'll have a little bit too much. I've kept it fairly close, just a two point game, just because the Texans' defense is so bad. 
Um, yeah. If they were any better, then I'd think this would be a fairly comfortable win for the Texans, despite the fact they've got no offensive weapons. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, to Sean Watson himself. Yeah, I mean, you go back a couple of weeks, though, you know, Thanksgiving game, the Texans absolutely smashed the Lions. They did. The Lions, the Lions beat the Bears last week, so. Who, yeah, who knows? Crazy, crazy world, the NFL. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. I love it, that's why. That's exactly. Why I love it. It's the fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Our next game is a divisional matchup. So we've got the Packers at the Lions. And I think one thing that does make sense about the NFL is that the Packers always beat the Lions. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be the most fun game of the weekend, though. I really think this is going to be the biggest shootout. It's going to be... You reckon? Yeah, I think I think Stafford's going to put up a fight. I'm going to... I mean, Rogers is going to beat him. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think back in some of that might be garbage time points for yeah. Stafford. Uh, but I'm going to go 38-35. Nice. Big score. Some of, that, some of that might be some uh, some rushing from like Peterson and if Swift's back. They've got a decent running game of Lions. And Packers defense is soft shoes. There you go. I mean, I've got to set you up. You can knock it down. <laughs> but <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they like you say, the Packers are going to find a way to win. The Lions just don't know how to beat the Packers, I don't think. Uh, but I was like, with Stafford, Stafford's. Um, Sorry, Roger's comments about Stafford the other week. Did you hear him on the pa- no. McCaffrey show? Was he giving him a shit? No, he was probably picking him up. Like oh. he was, he was slightly going. There's one guy in the league that doesn't get anywhere near enough respect and can throw passes from all angles. All this shit, and it's number nine from the Lions. I think so. some of it is just because he's in Detroit. Because he's just been, yeah. they're just left in the shadow basically of the entire league <laughs> because they're they're a franchise that's gone absolutely nowhere for decades really and like yeah i have heard him talk about or where he's been asked the question of do you want to go through another rebuild and he he kind of nudges around the question but there's no way that he wants to do that like he's getting he's what been in the league now for what probably about 10 years now you'd say i think it was 2008 draft so he goes to 12 years so let's say he's got like another five six years in him He's not mobile, so he's yeah. probably going to fall off a bit quicker. Um, so why not leave and go to another team? Like Im- imagine him on that 49ers offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with, with I those think... weapons, the speed that he can get the ball out, and then the deep shots that he could take to to Ayuk. I, I think they're going to have to get. Offense. Yeah, they're going to have to get a good court, um, a good new head coach out there. Somebody likes somebody offensive. If they get another Matt Patricia type, who's well. Boring and just yeah. as as no sort of character to him or any yeah. attacking player out, then he's there. Yeah, he's not going to stay around, is he? But I don't know. I weirdly, I've got a soft spot for Lions. I don't know why. I think it's because Barry Sanders. Is it just because you feel sorry for them? No, it's because I used to love watching Barry Sanders highlights. Fair like, enough. He's just class. And then now Matt Stafford, I, I really like. So I've got a soft spot for Lions. But yeah, they're just a shit franchise, out there, Let's be honest. They're just, yeah, they've just not been run very well, and that's a that's a big problem. And yeah, I just feel, I feel bad for him because if he had been anywhere better, then anywhere you could have stopped it anywhere. <laughs> if it'd be anywhere else, like, it'd be, it'd be like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Ari, uh, by the way, is agreeing with us. So, did you say Pack? You said Packers as well, didn't you? I've got the Packers winning. Yeah, I'm going thirty-eight thirty. So I've got a high scoring like you. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ari's got thirty-three twenty-one. So you don't quite think the Lions will get as many points as we do, but. Similar sort of game, I guess. Bit of a shootout-ish uh, with Packers 
pulling away in the end, I guess. But definitely going to be yeah. fun. I'd love to see another Hail Mary like a few years ago. That's probably. I mean, that that's probably how. Uh, it's a lion's way to lose, isn't it? You know, actually play well, and Rogers just pulls it away from you at last second. Yeah. Or or DeAndre Swift drops a pass in the end zone like the start of the season, which. That's such a bad way to start a rookie season, isn't it? At least he's looked good the last few weeks when he's been healthy. He's looked good since then. I mean, we laugh, right? But if he'd have caught that, would the Lions be a winning team? They would have. They'd have a winning record, wouldn't they? (laughs) Like, with Matt Patricia, it's crazy. But, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch. No defence, but just, yeah. Should be a good one. Right then, so like we said, we are bookending the games this week with the biggest games from our teams. So you've got the Colts and Raiders, and I think this is probably a bigger for the Raiders than it is for the for the Bucks. Um, yeah. So obviously, I'm just going to let you talk about this game. Oh, uh, this is like you said for the for Tampa. Uh, this is the biggest game for the Raiders, I think, since the Super Bowl. Probably not even the last ten years. I think generally since the Super Bowl, they've well, ironically against Tampa. Uh, I mean, what was that? No, twenty years ago now, eighteen years ago, and. They've not been. They've been to the playoffs once, and in that season, Derek Carr broke his leg, and uh, we had a backup. Yeah, yeah backup quarterback playing. Was it Matt McGloin? Uh, McGloin was on the team. It was. Uh, it was a fourth round rookie. I can't remember his name. Cook was it? Uh, Connor Cook. Name. Connor Cook. Connor Cook. Yeah, I couldn't remember his first name. Uh, so he, he played a bit, but yeah, that was a nightmare. So that's the one playoff appearance in twenty years that we've had since the Super Bowl. I looked the other day and only twice have we, of the Raiders, we, the Raiders, not finished third or fourth in the division since the Super Bowl. Wow. Like, they've not won it since. They've not won the division wow. since. They've not won the division since. And they've only, they finished second that season and the, uh, they got the playoffs because the Chiefs. You are a committed it's fan to stick around. Bad. At least Tampa have had the odd division win in there. <laughs> I've got a Jamarcus Russell jersey hanging up in my Oh my, my God, Jamarcus case. Russell. That's, it's like a reminder of how bad it can get. Keeps you humble, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep humble. So this is like the biggest game. I'm generally a bit nervous because I saw how Lions ran the ball last week. It's Lions. Sorry, Jets ran the ball on the Raiders mm-hmm. last week with 200 odd yards, which if the Jets are doing that to you, the Colts generally scare the shit out of me. With the offensive line. With that offense, yeah. And that's been the problem with Raiders this year. They've got actually a fairly decent pass defense, actually. I think They'll probably cause some turnovers with Rivers. Uh, they know our Rivers players, like they, you know, Reds have seen Rivers tons of times, so they'll, they'll know what he's what he's about. And I think they'll cause some turnovers, but it's just if the Colts decide to run it every single play, I would genuinely think that they could just do that. They could get five yards of carry and just keep yeah. running the ball, and it would and it would worry me a bit. I'm still going to be confident and say Raiders win. I'm still going to go for it. Can't, You've got to back your team, haven't you? Got to back. If if they can't win this game, biggest game in like 20 years, like I say, then what's you don't the, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. What's the point? Yeah, what's the point of even playing rest of the season? Like this, this is it. This is the season. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 30, 28. I think the Raiders can put up some points, even though that Colts defense is is really good. It feels a bit weird to say that that many points against that Colts defense, but we saw Titans do it. Um, and if Even Jacobs, Texans in the first half put up points. Yeah, 
And, you know, like, this Colts, this Colts team's actually been a bit up and down. Like, the Jags beat them the first game of the season. Like, I've yeah. just kind of forgotten that happened because they've played so well since. so Jags... long ago as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the Jags beat them. Uh, if Jacobs is back and the running game gets going a bit more, because last week that's that was a problem, I think. Booker and... It's a big mess, and, isn't uh, it? It is, yeah. Like, Devon, uh, Booker's been great as, like, a change of pace back. And he's got, you know, he's played really well, but... When he carried the team like last week, he, he couldn't do it in his Jacobs, yeah. I think. So, yeah, I think I think Carr will be safer than Rivers. I think he'll have less turnovers than Rivers, and that's probably what caught, that's probably the difference in the end. Uh, so I'll, I'll go over a narrow win, and I'm going to be, yeah. If they win, if the Raiders win, I'm I'm confident about playoffs. I think whoever loses this is out probably. Well, I think the hard thing for the AFC is that that playoff, um, those final three playoff spots are very hardy competitive at the moment. Yeah. Because you, you're going to need 10 wins, I think. I think 9-7 and seven might not be enough. I, I thought the start of the season, 9-7 and seven got you in in AFC. I thought it'd be a bit top-heavy. But actually, you're right, yeah. The the Browns look like they're going to get at least 10 wins. If they don't, something's gone wrong. The Ravens have been at a bad month. But, but the, still... the Ravens should also get 10 wins as well when you look exactly, at yeah. who they've That's got left. Yeah, exactly. So... They're, they're going to, you know, AFC North, we're going to take two of the wildcard spots. The AFC East, weirdly, could take three at this stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, well, the Dolphins, wildcard spots, but yeah. The Dolphins have got a really tough schedule. I think, and I don't even know if the Dolphins will win another game this year because they don't, they're, they're playing everyone. I think every team they play is someone who's in playoff contention at the moment. And whilst Tua has looked yeah. exciting at times, there's still he's still yet to have like a massive like breakout game, and I think it just might take. I think just because of the way he plays and the system that they have for Chan Gailey, I think it's going to take them a little bit longer to get good. So I I think next year they could be a very good team. Yeah, I just think it'll take him a bit more time to settle in, just from the way that he plays. But yeah, that the I would not want to be an AFC team chasing a playoff spot at the moment. I'd be very nervous. Yeah, I mean if you're not if you're not winning division. So, I mean, obviously, Chiefs and Steelers, despite the fact that I think Steelers are going to have a bad end to the season, Steelers are probably in just by the fact they've got so many wins already. Yeah. Then you've got Bills look pretty nailed on. Like, they've, they've been playing great. And I guess Titans now, if they're probably just enough, they're probably just enough ahead of the Colts. So, I know it's only one win, but uh, if Colts have got quite a difficult end, I think, haven't they? Well, if, if the Colts lose this weekend, I think that's probably enough for Titans to win the division. Yeah. So then you've got, yeah, the wildcard spot is somebody between, is free of Raiders, Colts, Dolphins, Ravens. Like, it's a, it's, it's quite a lot to, yeah, it's quite a difficult race to go through, so. It is. It definitely is. The, the Browns as well, so. We've, we've all got this, we've all got this as a close game. So like you said, you've got it as a two-point game. Then me and Ari both have it as a three-point game. So Harry's gone thirty-three thirty to the Colts, and I've yep. gone twenty-four. Sorry, twenty-seven twenty-four to the Colts, and I think this could be a game in which the Raiders are up at half-time, and then we've kind of seen it through the season. The Colts' defense can struggle a bit in the first half, but then they can yeah. shut you down in the second half. So I think the Raiders might come out and have like a twenty-one to ten, twenty-one to thirteen lead at half-time. But then I think the Colts will make those adjustments and I think they'll slowly start to come back and you'll have a difficult second half to watch. Sorry, Scott. And I can just see 
the, gam- the, the, the man with the goggles, Rodrigo, Rodrigo Blankenship, coming out at the end of the game to kick a field goal to win. Yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all because the Raiders do have a habit of sort of blowing games. Even last week against the Jets, like, that was, they escaped rather than anything else. Like, was, yes, that was definitely an escape. I, I was definitely admitting defeat with about 30 seconds left until that happened. That play yeah. happened. Uh, and you're right, the Colts have come back pretty well against some teams, but I don't know. I'll, I'll be confident for now until it gets to Sunday about six o'clock whenever this game kicks off and I absolutely prove myself. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't prove yourself like Derek Carr under pressure, then you'll be okay. Derek Carr, hey man, don't, don't be disrespecting me, Derek Carr. No one does well against the Blitz, it's fine. It's fine. He's a, he's a, good, he's a good player, Derek Carr. I like him. Playing well this year, <laughs> playing well this year. All right, that is all of our games. Um, and usually, obviously, we have the game with no, with no name. Um, and again, I don't have anything prepared because I um, didn't have any time. Um, so I'll, I'll leave this open to another discussion again. So last week, we had a bit of a discussion about the coaching positions that would be coming up. Yeah. And I thought this week we could have kind of like a quick look ahead at what some of the teams who are going to be picking probably in the top five what they need. So let's be honest, the Jets and the Jags, we know what they're going to get. We know they're yeah, going to get quarterbacks. Agree. So we yeah. can just ignore those for now. But let's just say for the other picks, you have the Bengals, the Cowboys, and I think the Eagles have got a fairly decent chance, to be honest, now to have a, a top five pick. You think over the Chargers? Forgot about the Chargers. All right, Casey. Yeah, so let's go Chargers, <laughs> Bengals, Chargers, and Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. So of those three teams... Right, so the Chargers, what do you think their biggest need is? A part of me wants to be really just a dickhead about it and say quarterback. And I don't mean because Dak Prescott isn't good. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying because if they pay him what they're going to have to pay him, when you've got a top five pick in a what's looking like a pretty good draft class for quarterbacks, is that a stupid move? We've, they've got the offense round him. Whoever the rookie quarterback is, they've got a lot of weapons. Mm. The O line does need rebuilding a bit, but you can't rebuild the O line if you pay Dak. That that's what I would do. I mean, I think well, you can draft the O line. That's the thing. Like you could do. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they'll draft a quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I think they'll they'll probably stick with Dak, even if it's on a rookie. On oh, no, sorry, rookie on a uh, franchise tag. So if they don't do that, then. It's probably. I mean, it's got to be defensive side of the ball looking at a season for Cowboys if they don't go quarterback. I mean, but then their offensive line is decimated as well. It they, is. They've I lost think, a bunch of people. I think, if, yeah. If they can, if they're really keen on a, one of the tackles, then then go for it. But well, I think each of these three teams. So obviously, for the first and the second pick, you've got a race for the quarterbacks. For yeah. the third overall pick, I've got. I think you've got a race. For offensive linemen, so there's the tackle of Oregon, whose name I can't pronounce and don't want to attempt <laughs> to pronounce, like Senai something. Um, everyone's saying how he looks like the best left, one of the best left tackle prospects that have been around for for a while. Yeah. And one of the problems across each of those three teams is what. So I mean, they've all got hopefully franchise quarterbacks that are going to stick around for a while. What do you want to help them? a good offensive line and a good left tackle. Obviously, we saw Burrow yeah. get injured and get hit an absolute ton. Um, he desperately needs help. The Cowboys definitely need help on the O-line. And 
the charges as well. I think I think they've probably got a few other needs that they could go with, like defensive end. But again, if they went with an offensive lineman, I think that would be a pretty important position for them to fill at the moment when all you want to do really is to protect Herbert, try and get a little bit of strength going on that offense. Yeah. I think mean, the charges are definitely the ones that, that should be going at nothing else but offensive line. Like defense, if they can keep it healthy, has a lot of talent there. Like, you know, you get Derwin James back, Bosa players, Ingram's great. You've, you've got defensive pieces. I don't think they want, they want to go there. Wide receiver, they're pretty set. Running back, they're a bit... I mean, Eckler's... I, I like Eckler. But running back, they're a bit more shaky if he's if he's out. But I don't see why you ever draft a running back that high. I don't think... No, you shouldn't do. Those, those days are gone. So, yeah, O-line is where they need to go. I mean... The Bengals, I think the Bengals probably want to go maybe Jamar Chase, just load up wide receiver. They've got so many wide receivers already. Well, they've got, to, I mean, T. Higgins is great. T. Higgins, but, Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate, like Ty- Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, like I think they can both be number one receivers. I think, like, yeah, I think T. Higgins would be great. I mean, I'm not sure about Tyler Boyd as a number one. I think because AJ Green's Tyler been good. Boyd has been great this year. Tyler Boyd has he's, been the number one receiver this year. Think, There's been nothing else. You've had I think nothing. Tyler Boyd's from... a weird one. He, he sort of he ends up with the most touchdowns, but I think he's only plays well when he's got somebody opposite him. I don't think he's a true number one. But he's not really had anyone opposite him this year. He's been the best receiver. So you, Gord, um, Golden Tate, um, Golden Tate <laughs> is like yeah. a, a number three. T Higgins is still learning. It. He's basically played as yeah, number yeah. three. You've had AJ Green, but no one's given AJ Green the special attention that he used to get. Tyler Boyd's been a much more dangerous weapon than, than AJ Green. Fair enough. I mean, I guess, obviously, with Burrow's injury, it does say offensive line again. But they, they too, have a lot of defensive roles as well. So, and Bengals have a lot of... You could go anywhere with Bengals and probably be a smart They player. do have lots of problems. I, I, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a weird one to... They need... They could probably trade out of it, if I like to be honest. Like the Bengals are one of the teams that could trade out of that for a team that wants a quarterback and get a lot of picks. That's probably a smart move for them. Yeah, you'd probably uh, have to pick up. A, you'd probably have to get at least a, another first and a second rounder, I imagine, for yeah. a number three pick. Yeah, so that's probably where they should go. I mean, but thinking about the players in college coming out, I mean, I don't think he'll go this high. But do you think anyone takes a takes a run at Kyle Pitts? I don't think that to- high. Um, it would. He, he's going to be a fantastic player, yeah. um, and say if you put him, what sort of offense? Like, imagine if you gave him to someone like Russell Wilson. I mean, obviously, he's not going to fall that far. He's not going to like, yeah, yeah. He's not going to fall that far. But imagine if you put him with someone like that, or the Cardinals. Let's say the Cardinals struggle now and they end up with a top ten pick. Yeah. If they took Kyle Pitts, that'd be an incredible weapon for Kyler Murray. You'd have another big body to to, to throw the ball to. I think that'd be a pretty good fit. I mean, to be fair, even even the Cowboys could uh, could probably weirdly do it. I mean, yeah, they they as much as they've got everything on offense, they've probably not got the greatest tight ends going. Blake Jarwin it is Blake Jarwin, but I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no. there's some of the guy that Blake Jarwin's the guy that keep going. Oh yeah, he's he's athletic. He's he's big. He's, he's done fuck all. Like he's, yeah. he's not a great tight end. So that's the big missing piece in their offense. I don't think I'd go that high, but I'm, think, I'm trying to think around the other, the other teams that are struggling, actually. And there's a lot of good tight ends around. Like, the Eagles struggle. They've got Goddard and Ertz. 
Uh, I think Gardner's Edwards might not, go this year. He might do. They probably don't want to pay him, but Goddard's there. He's playing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers have got Hunter Henry. He's if he's fit, he's, he's a, probably going to leave a free agency. Bill Belichick's going to be all over him. <laughs> so, so where are you going? I think he. I, th- I thought he'd go there this year, but I think they franchise tagged him, so they yeah. won't be able to franchise him again. I don't think. Um, well, I don't think you want to because it, it means you're paying the tight end a lot too much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. He's uh, he's going to be probably one of the best players in draft, but it does actually take. Weirdly, it takes Titans a lot of time to actually become good. I mean, Hawkinson's been great this year at Lions. He came out as like this, you know, I think he was, was a top 10 pick, pick, wasn't he? He was yeah. number eight pick, yeah. And everyone said, oh, his best Titans is Gronk. And, uh, Titans, just, Titans are so slow out of the, out the block. They so are. You, you like Mike um, Jasicki, isn't this his second year as well? Was he taken in the yeah. second round last year, maybe? Um, it, was, yeah, it was fairly high. I think, I think second round, yeah, you're right. Um, and he's starting to look really good now. He had a great catch last week for a he touchdown. It's a yeah. monster of a catch. But yeah, yeah no, you're right. It's take a little bit of time. But I think, yeah, Kyle Pitts is definitely a unique, unique athlete to be, to be coming out with tight end. Yeah. And yeah, it'd be exciting to see who picks him. But yeah, there's a lot of good tight ends coming out now. It's becoming like the more pop. It's like running backs a few years ago. Everyone would be a running back. Now everyone is. So there's so many of them about. Nobody cares because you can pick a, a running yeah. back in. Seventh round, like James Robinson, and, and you're fine. Exactly. I think it's just because everyone, yeah. all the um, all the big guys are just getting so much more athletic. Yeah. Um, you see that with the DNs. You see it with the the linebackers. Everyone is. I mean, obviously, everyone's incredibly athletic anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the tight ends just seem to get bigger and faster every year, seemingly. But no, very very exciting times to watch. The offense side of the ball is just going to get ridiculous. I think. They're just going to keep on getting protected. Yeah, and if I if I were if I were coming out of college, I'd want to be a defensive player now, because everyone goes offense. I'd be like, yeah, if I'm athletic in the slightest, I'm going to be a defensive player and just be the best defensive player coming out. Yeah, I mean, the worst positions to be, I think, are running back and wide receiver. Because running back, you're just going to get ran into the ground for three years, and then not um, paid, <laughs> and you and you won't get paid. And for wide receivers, so many great wide receivers are coming out now. Yeah, like last year's wide receiver class was incredible. Last year, um, this year is looking very good as well. Um, so they're just coming out on a conveyor belt, pretty much. And I think I think it's be hard and harder for for them veterans to be making teams, especially when you have the cheaper options through the rookies. Yeah. Anyway, we will end our little draft talk there. We'll finish this episode now. So thank you again to everyone for listening all 12 people we appreciate you greatly um hopefully you listen again on on tuesday ari will be joining us he'll have finished studying by then i think he might have said he had an exam or is it an assignment or something like that so we can maybe we can maybe get an update on him on his studies see, see how they're going on i mean keep it brief we don't listen to that all day but oh it's, it's fascinating i'd rather <laughs> rather talk about that than the books when they lose so you know i want to talk about the books when they lose that's what oh. i'm talking about I don't. All right, okay, yeah, we'll end it there. So anyway, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Peace out.
Social Podcast Network.